Welcome to a place of hope and healing at His table. God has a special word for you today, and we hope that you will believe it and receive it by faith. Now, let's join Sandy Blythe. Some friends of ours attended a horse show. They watched a young woman ride her horse around the arena for showmanship, and then she exited the arena at the gate close to where they were sitting. They watched as she began grooming her horse, and a gentleman walked up and started commenting about how beautiful her horse was. After he bragged for a little bit, he said, I want to buy your horse. But the young woman never even looked up. She just kept grooming and said, my horse is not for sale. The man said, I'll give you 5,000 for it. But she just kept right on working and said, my horse is not for sale. So the man upped the price. He said, I'll give you $10,000. Again, she never looked up, just said, my horse is not for sale. So he upped the price again. This time, he said, I'll give you 50000 for it. But she never budged. Same response. My horse is not for sale. Now, what happened next is something that I would have a hard time believing if our friends hadn't witnessed this personally. They said this man pulled out his checkbook and told her, I'm going to sign my name on a blank check. You fill in the amount. I want that horse. Same response. Same determination. Sir, my horse is not for sale. Wow. Now many people would say she was completely foolish not to take him up on that last offer. She could have taken that check, filled in the amount, never worked another day in her life, and bought many horses to replace that one. But there was something about that horse that was so important to her, she was completely unfazed when she had the opportunity to sell it. It makes me think of two men in the Word of God who were approached about selling what was spiritually valuable to them. And when we mention the names Esau and Naboth, our minds instantly roll through those stories. Esau sold his birthright for a frivolous bowl of pottage. How foolish. But Naboth, on the other hand, wouldn't sell his vineyard to King Ahab, even when the king offered to give him a better vineyard than the one he had. Let's look at Naboth's response in 1 Kings chapter 21 and verse 3. And Naboth said to Ahab, The Lord forbid it me that I should give the inheritance of my fathers unto thee. Now you know the story. Jezebel arranged for Naboth to be stoned because he wouldn't sell his vineyard. But Naboth didn't budge. He knew it was more than just a plot of ground. It was his inheritance as a devout Jewish man, and he was strictly forbidden by the law of God to sell it. And although Naboth paid with his life, we're still inspired today to read of this determined, godly man 
who looked the king square in the eyes and said, My inheritance is not for sale. And as we go across the country, we see many wonderful people who are dedicated to the Lord. They're anointed undeniably. The hand of God is on their life, and they've served Him for many years. And the devil has been eyeballing them. He's been taking serious notice of their dedicated walk with God. Now, obviously, he never physically walks up to anyone with a checkbook as the man did to the girl at the horse show. He's a lot more subtle than that. He makes his approach through other people or through an enticing opportunity. And as humans, we generally don't recognize his scheme at first because he is a master deceiver. And I felt led to warn some dedicated person today of what the enemy is up to in your life. You love the Lord. You've served him for years faithfully. You've stood firm and you haven't budged. But you're getting weary today with the enemy's pressure. He is trying his best to allure you through a family member or by someone that you have great confidence in to compromise your convictions, to back down on what you've always stood for. Now we realize compromise always starts little by little in the mind. The devil is so convincing. He tells us that everyone else is doing it and we should just go along. He makes us feel that we've been too firm, too hard, too committed. And if that's where you're standing today, I pray the Lord will help you to recognize Satan for who and what he is. He is a liar, he's a deceiver, and he is a thief. Jesus said in John 10 and 10, the thief cometh not, very familiar scripture, the thief cometh not but for to steal, kill, and to destroy. That is the only reason he comes sneaking around. And when he does, and he will, but when you notice and you sense his presence, I pray you'll get a hold of a determination like the young woman at the horse show and you'll let the devil know you are not for sale. When he presents his offer, he can be very convincing, very cunning, but don't budge. Don't give him a second thought. Stand flat-footed and look the devil in the eye and tell him my salvation, my integrity, my home, my calling, the anointing that God has placed on my life is not for sale. Friend, the Lord knows exactly what you're facing right now, and He's taking time especially for you. We would also love to hear from you and to pray with you. To contact us, please visit BlytheFamily.com. God bless you until He brings us together again at His table. Mm-hmm.